What is up, everyone? This is the Flying Solo Edition. The other guy can't make it. He has to take a mental day. Let's just go ahead and get this thing started. So, as mentioned before, the other guy can't make it because he needs a mental day. So, uh, I'm kind of just going ahead and knock this out for a little bit. And my subject today is on comic books. Comics in general. Because... Like, you know, I got the DC app a long time, like I want to say maybe about a good year and a half ago, if not a little bit longer ago than that. And I just remembered always wanting to read comic books in there in, in order, in some fashion of order or something. And like the more I read, like, you know, comics from DC and Marvel and stuff like that, the more I realize how aggravating it is for me to like pinpoint exactly who these characters are. Like, and I'm getting a chance to read like from the beginning. I'm reading, you know, the action comics, the detective comics, the all-star comics, and all these other things. And I'm trying to, like, you know, figure out specifically where was the split between uh, characters from yesteryear to today. Because, like, the one thing I like about manga is that, like, there is a stability there. There is a, um, there's a, uh, you know, the, there's no difference. Or rather, the, the, it's not the same character, but written differently. Like, if you read manga... Luffy from chapter 1 is the same Luffy in chapter 11, is the same Luffy in chapter 111, to going to probably be the same Luffy in chapter 1111, and we all know it's going to reach that number. The fact of the matter is, is that, like, Luffy is Luffy. You know what I mean? If you read Naruto, same thing. Naruto is Naruto. If you read, you know, like, uh, and, like, if you read Bleach, you know, Ichigo is Ichigo. The fact of the matter is, is that when you write a story, there's, there's no random rewrites in the middle of the story. In the case of, like, the big two, Marvel and DC, characters can literally be anyone at any given moment. Like, the Bruce Wayne Batman from 1930s, and I, I know I keep going back to this, that's, but it's because it's annoying to me. It's like, the Bruce Wayne in the 1930s had a kid. He had a daughter named Helena Wayne, who became the Huntress. You know what I mean? Like, this happened. And now, all of a sudden, the Huntress is rewritten as Helena Bertinelli, of a, born into a crime family, who may or may not be Catwoman's kid by an unknown father. So it's like, why not, you know? Like, the confusion there is just super annoying to me because of the fact that it's like, we couldn't just have Damien have a big sister? Like, that would have been a cool arc in some way, shape, form, or fashion, or whatever. And, like, it's just, it's just dumb. Like, imagine having a, a literal superpower family. Batman, Catwoman, Huntress, Robin. And that's not even counting the fact that, you know, you have another Batman and Grayson. You know? It's just, like, why not? It's just, like, my whole thing is that, like, 1930s Batman Bruce Wayne is not today's Batman Bruce Wayne. Same goes for Superman. Same goes for The Flash. Same goes for Wonder Woman. Same goes for Hawkman. Dear God, Hawkman. And the reason why I'm talking about DC is because I don't really read a whole lot of Marvel. And I feel like if I do, I would have the same problem. And I just think it's kind of annoying that this is the thing that American comics do. It's a case of too many cooks, you know? 
Like, everybody wants to rewrite the character in some way, shape, form, or fashion, and then they retcon everything, and then they rewrite the character again, and then they retcon and, and bring stuff back, and then get rid of stuff again. It's just like, it's like the only, the only stable thing that happens in comics now. I mean, well, as far as like, it's like, you know, okay, Krypton is destroyed. That's one thing that's constant. You know, Bruce Wayne's parents were killed by Joe Chill. That's another, not Joe Chill, Matches Malone, Joe Chill. You know, that's another thing that's happened. You know, you know, the Green Lanterns use their rings. That's another constant. You know, we have all these constants, but everything else is just so bizarre and complicated and out the way. It's like, for what? You know, like, it's kind of like if One Piece just did a completely different story, you know, restarted the whole thing from square one and just said, Luffy was never, um, never, you know, Luffy and Ace, they never met. You know what I'm saying? They weren't friends. They never even met each other. As a matter of fact, Ace is now Luffy's enemy. Because Ace lived. You know, Ace is currently living, and Luffy now has to challenge him. That's the whole new plot. So, you know, and with, just without explanation. This is what, this is what, like, Marvel and DC does. And I just... I don't know. Part of me just sees this and is annoyed by it. And the sad part is, I'm still going to read it. I'm still going to read DC Comics and stuff like that because that's just what it falls into. I mean, I'm because like right now I'm reading all the crossover events. I'm trying to read all the events that happen and stuff like that so I can sort of understand specifically what's going on. You know, like I, I want to see if there is some candidacy there because, like, for example, uh, really? What is going on? We get man. But yeah, like I like I like linear. Like, I guess it's called being linear. There's no there is no room to wiggle for me. I need I need my stories to be stories. That's the reason why I don't like how comic book movies have like no can have like no connection to the comic books because they don't know which comic book to use. I mean. Like, which one do you use when there's, like, eight different versions of this one character? Like, is Batman an old man, like, in Kingdom Come? Or is he, you know, a kid, like, in year one, you know? Is Superman, you know, uh, like, and that's another thing, too. Like, I feel like another thing in the comics, completely off subject here, but on subject at the same time. Comics do aliens weird. You know? Like, for example, uh, like... Hogman and Hawk Girl, they're aliens. You know what I mean? But they look like humans, they breathe like humans, they hump like humans. You know? Superman is an alien. Superman supposedly looks like a human being though. And not only that, but Superman somehow manages to be look like a human being, do all the human being stuff, and apparently can hump like one. Like, how is Lois Lane not, you know, like, how is Lois Lane, in my opinion, just not critically injured from any form of lovemaking they do? I mean, I'm not necessarily trying to turn this into an X-rated conversation. I'm just trying to figure out specifically, like, has that ever been a moment where any of the writers ever, like, looked at this? Like, well, once again, I haven't really read a lot of DC comics, and I don't really follow Superman, but part of me just wants to... I mean, I don't want Lois Lane to be hurt or anything, but I just need to know specifically, 
Like, what kind of lower nether regions does Lois Lane have that she can just handle this super powerful manifestation of the sun that walks among people, you know? It's just, it's just, it just really complicates me. Because it's like, this dude could literally, like, like, because, you know, like, when you're in the throes of passion, at some point, you're going to get, you know, like, clenched onto you. You're going to get held, like, tightly. And to a guy who can literally push a mountain, how does that work, you know? Like, how... How does Lois, like, not, like, you know, like, even if, I mean, it's like getting love, it's like getting a love tap from a boxer, you know? It's still gonna hurt, because boxers hit hard, you know? It just doesn't make any sense to me. But then you have, you know, the Martian Manhunter, who looks like, you know, who is a Martian. But, I mean, Kryptonians look human, the Nigerians look human, people from Ran look human. But Martians look different, or whatever. I'm not even going to say Martians, because if I'm not mistaken, like, John Jones is the only one. But, you know, like, you have, like, all these scenarios and concepts. Also, earlier, I mean, like, I was earlier I was ranting about, like, Krypton. I was uh, before the podcast, and uh, I was ranting about how one of Constance and the, one of Constance in uh you know dc comics is that krypton is destroyed but it's like you got all these kryptonians that's popping up you know you have jor-el at one time you have uh you know um what was his name zod and like for what you know what what's going on here is krypton destroyed did part of it like remain what exactly happened to Krypton, that's what I need to know, like, they never, I don't really know if they ever, like, go into detail, like, from what I understand, it blew up, or got hit by a meteor, I don't know what goes on, <sighs> but that's what I'm saying, it's just, it's really weird to know that, like, you know, you got, like, and also, it also says something about the love, you know, like, there, there's a, there's, like, this whole agenda of, you know, we're not allowed to let pe people, men can only like women's, but, they can read DC comics and literally see an alien having sex with a human and just be like, well, that's because there are mans and women's. It's like, dude, no, Superman is an alien. Calm down. It's like, you know, the it's, it's weird. Stuff is weird. People are weird. Stuff gets written weird. I don't know how this goes. Um, Another thing to bring up. Let's see. But yeah, man, I just, I don't get it, you know? Um, I also recently read the Crisis of Infinite Earths, uh, Crisis of Infinite Earths, the, the, the big one, the, the big one. And I like, you know, looking back at it, it was just like, it was a cool series. It was, it was dope. Honestly, I, I kind of like, you know, it was, you know, it was a little, you know, it, at certain times it felt like it, it was, it felt like something we're sleeping through, but it was a good series though. And, like, you know, obviously, you know, anybody who knows me personally knows that I hate villains. So, I obviously hated Anti-Monitor. But, like, I also felt like there was a lot of things there that just, you know, weren't finished. You know, like, what happened to Pariah? You know, what happened to Harbinger? No, never mind. Don't ask about what happened to Harbinger. I'm pretty sure she died. In any case, um, yeah, I mean, I would read these things and it just seems... It, it, it's dope, but at the same time, it's complicated. 
Because nobody wants to actually like write a story and stick to the story before it. Everybody wants to experiment and do different things and stuff. So it's like, it's dope, but you know, like why? One of my favorite, you know, retcons though is uh, Jason Todd coming back because let's face it, Jason's cool. Like anybody who can kill the bad guy, cool in my book. Because I just don't like this. I don't like the idea of, uh, you know, characters, of bad characters getting away with some of the most heinous stuff. And it really annoys me that Joker hasn't gotten smacked yet in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Unless he did. I'm not sure. I really do need to read these comics. <sighs> oh, man. It's only been 12 minutes. My goodness. <laughs> I can do this, like... In my sleep, which I kind of am doing. I'm yawning, though, but that's only because I'm really, really, really warm. Speaking of comics, because of the fact that I can do this all day, at, you know, like the question of, hey, what about Vertigo? What about Image? What about all these other comics that are out there? And I, the thing is, I actually was getting into some of them. There was this, um, there was this app that my library used to offer. It was called Comics Plus. And, you know, it's like you use your, you know, you use your library to get into it and it will you know it'll provide all these comics that weren't dc and marvel and you could like read them in your you know your own disposal that's how i got into the catalyst prime universe but like the site itself and the app were both monstrously unreliable and i think it died out iverse media you know please bring this back because this was dope and i really 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 need it but um yeah that was a thing that happened. <sighs> oh man, good thing this ain't got no microphone because I don't really want to hear. I don't really don't want it to be like a loud noise. But yeah, like um but yeah, Iverse Media really had access to like a lot of these small time comics and some manga series and things like that. But um it was just like it was it's wild because like I was reading um. I was reading Catalyst Prime Universe at the time, and the, the Catalyst Prime Universe was, uh, you know, this series, this uh, thing. It was this project from on Lions Forge, uh, dubbed through Gail Simone, and like their version of Superman is um, a telekinetic black dude named uh, Powell, and uh, like without going too into details because I don't want to spoil anything, like in the beginning. A giant meteor hit the world. Or did it? We do not know for sure. All we know is that pieces of this meteor has given multiple people superpowers all throughout the world. So the question is, who got the superpowers? What are they doing with them? And what is it that Lorena Payan knows that no one else does? Read now on Catalyst Prime. <laughs> okay i hope that sounded cool it really kind of took me a little minute to like think that up but yeah so if you don't know who lorena payan is don't worry if you read the series you will she is a threat man uh i don't know if they're still making catalyst prime comics and i really hope that they do because like i feel like covid really gives a lot of comic makers a lot of free time so it's like you know i really need to know what happened to jamila park's I need to, please, I need it in my life, help me out, um, but yeah, 
that's uh, definitely like one of the things that I have been getting into. I've also recently, like I said, I recently finished Doom Patrol. And like one of the things that I didn't want to do, like one of the things I didn't want to do when it came to Doom Patrol was like read the comics because I knew that the comics were going to be completely different from the series. And boy, is it. I researched the thing, spoiled myself on like the comics and it's like so complicated. There's like two negative men at one point and negative woman and then and then, like all this other stuff. People died, man. Like people died. It was just not cool, bro. <sighs> but yeah, like, but I did finish the, the, the series on HBO Max and I'm not going to lie. It was a good, good, good show. It, it really made me appreciate, you know, you know, Brendan Fraser because he was robot man. And I mean, you know, you can't go wrong with that guy. Like, I feel like Brendan Fraser is like a sleeper hit as far as, um, as far as, uh, you know, like his movies and stuff like that, because the dude was in a handful of movies and like, I mean, he was in like a lot of movies. Like, like looking back, I'm trying my best. To like, cause I remember, cause we had Georgia the Jungle when I was a kid. I was a kid. Uh, we we got Georgia the Jungle, and it was on accident. I think I thought it was the actual series, and I remember picking that movie out. Cause like my dad, we would go over to the store, and he'd be like. My dad went to the store one time, and it was one of the few times we could actually, like, get something of our own. And I remember liking the George of the Jungle cartoon series. And I thought the tape was, like, a compilation of all the episodes. So I'm like, hey, can we get this? And my dad was like, sure. I saw it, and it was a good movie. Like, you know, Brendan Fraser, like, I remember him from Encino Man, too, when he was a, a caveman. And uh, he was with Polly Shore and... That other guy, wheezing the juice, buddy. So it's like, it's really cool to see, you know. And I always wonder what happened to that guy. A part of me was just like, just thought that he was just living off of, you know, monkey bone royalties or whatever, you know. Like, I thought he was just, you know, A-OK, just chilling. So it's like, when I heard all that stuff about Brendan Fraser, initially I was like, what? So to see him come back. In the the comic verse that is, you know, like media, so to speak, entertainment media, it's just like it's so dope because <laughs> it's like he really, really owned that character, man. Like he's a he's actually, in my opinion, a really good actor, and it's good to see that he knows that people love him and appreciate him and things like that. It's just it's a wild thing to con. It's a wild idea. It's a wild concept. Brendan Fraser, if you're hearing this, you're our celebrity name drop of the episode, and we love you, bro. Um, that's another thing too. I just not noticed that we do have a bit of a running gag with like the podcast celebrity name drops. Um, I think sometimes we accidentally let off one cursing word, but if not, maybe at the most two. I don't, I think there hasn't been an episode where it has been like. For like more than three or four swears, and I think that that's kind of dope. Uh, um, let's see what else is there. Back to comics, though. Back to Doom Patrol. Like reading Doom, like watching Doom Patrol, the TV series. I just want to go ahead and just bring this up. It's it's wild. It's a wild ride, but it's so good, man. Like I really, you know, like you know, you really appreciate the acting skills of like you know. 
of Joyvan Wade, of Diane Guerrero, of uh, April Bowlby. I think her name was was it April Bowlby or Lauren Bowlby. I don't know. Um, and you know, and Brendan Fraser, and like you really grow to like really be attached to this. Like at the end of the day, the Doom Patrol series comes across as like the ultimate feel good family show with excessive amounts of weirdness, and it's beautiful, man. It's a fan. It's a family show. Once you get past all the weirdness, um, sure. But, man, it's too good, man. It is too good. And, like, you know, honestly, I feel like this should be the thing that sort of, like, brings DC back. Because, like, as long as I've been hearing about DC, fans have agreed that, like, DC movies and comics and stuff like that, they always say, you know, oh, it's not that great compared to Marvel, which is annoying, Dueling fandoms are annoying to me, dude. Like, I like both Marvel and DC. You know, how about that? You know, granted, I haven't read, like, one Marvel story, but it's like, I can appreciate Marvel because of the fact that it's it's a comic book series, you know? Like, I'm I'm just mad that Catalyst Prime doesn't get its flowers, but I feel like that's only because of the fact that it hasn't really been around that long in any, in any way, uh, stuff like that. I'm rambling, but that's only be that's why I got the podcast, so suck it. Um Let's see, what else? What else? Yeah, man. DC Universe, man, I tell you, it's splinters. Like DC Universe has gotten so complicated that they actually turn all the rewrites and retcons and stuff like that into a plot device. Now the multiverse is went from being just something that people say it is to an actual thing on its own. And now you have like all of these universes where every storyline in DC is correct. And every storyline in DC is manipulated in some way, shape, or form by some entity out there that we don't know who is just doing things, man. It's crazy out here. Like it's gotten so big and so massive that now the universe needs a minder in it. Like it's is is that wild. Is that ridiculous and i'm just trying to figure out is helena wayne a real character or not yeah it's just aggravating man <sighs> so since we only got like one person i'm gonna try my best to kind of keep this short uh initially what happens is that when me and the uh, roommate get together for this i try i try to keep it to like at least an hour but now you know since it's just me i'm gonna probably like try to cut it for like half as much so I'll probably be splitting in, you know, like before the, you know, before the break that we normally do. It's like 30 minutes or something. Anchor only lets you record for like 30 minutes in a row. But man, dude, DC Comics, man, I tell you. Well, comics in general. Like, it's just like, that's the plot, though. The plot is that now you have like these humongously big, you know, universes that you kind of have to compile into like i guess what they're trying to do is make everything canon and the problem is the problem with making everything canon is that one writer wrote the character this way another writer wrote the character this way and then you still have to take into account the the the, the animated universes the movies the tv series and things of that nature so it's like what do we do here you know like do we just mesh them all up create them as different characters should we have like should we have the two characters uh become siblings i mean what do we do here this is really complicated you know 
And the multiverse is just so weird, man. It's so bizarre. <sighs> One of my favorite characters is Green Lantern. I ain't gonna sit here and lie. Like, I really like the idea of the... I really like the idea of the the um the universal power that comes with being a Green Lantern. I also like the code. Um, I also like the you know I also am a fan of John Stewart. So there's that. Uh, but yeah, I think that there is there's a lot more that goes into it. That um, there's a lot more that goes into this discussion that I'm that I'm probably like you know steering off of. It's not because I'm like distracted or anything, but it's just I'm lazy. <laughs> Shoot, man, I'm just saying, though, like, you know, like, but even I can, like, do a story where a character stays the same character the entire way through. It's just, that's what this was about, honestly. Like I say, man, you know, if if Luffy and not, if, if every, if Japan can somehow manage to do this stuff correctly, why can't America? You know, like, why even give all these writers the same character anyway, you know, like, you couldn't just, like, you know, like, I love the idea back in the day there was, like, a new character being released. I think it was, like, what, Sideways and Silencer and, uh, what was it, Breakout or something like that? There was, like, all these new characters at one time I was, like, getting released and then just disappeared. And I think it's because of comic book sales, which, by the way, I love the fact that comic books are now electronic because nobody really, like, you know... This is the best thing. For, this is the best thing for COVID right now. It's like because now you know electronic comic books. You know you're starting to cash in on that stream train because streaming is the future now. You know people don't like to wait. People don't like to, you know, go on the you know go into comic book stores and look for things. Or rather, if they do and it's not there, it's like it's heavily disappointing. Pretty sure some people still like you know to turn the pages and you know there's some just about a good book, but at the same time I like my electronics because. I like to be able to double tap the picture so I could like, you know, read the time, read the fine print a little bit better, scroll over to the next panel, scroll to the next panel. It just feels faster and more efficient to me. So me personally, I love that. You know, not knocking anybody who don't like doing that, but I'm just saying this is the future. We got to ultimately go with it. That's all. Um, yeah. I, like I said, I, uh, you know, I, I sort of trekked the route a little bit, but yeah, like when I going back into it, I just really wish that there was like just one way to describe a character. There was like just one way, like I would love for comic book movies to be exactly like the comic book, just so I can see like, you know, what kind of canon goes on with it because it gets annoying seeing, you know, like, like sometimes it's like, cause sometimes the difference is good, but other times like I just want to see the comic, man. You know, it's like, at the end of the day, like, the whole reason why the comic, the whole reason why you people want to see the movie is because it's ultimately supposed to be a live-action rendition of a comic. I mean, granted, yeah, some costumes are going to look weird, but, like, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, in my opinion. Although I do not like all the headgear that they used to wear Back in the um, you know, back in the uh, the old days of comics, you know, they used to have like, you know, a lot of characters had like these bizarre head, you know, these bizarre headgears and things like that. It was Mark Moonrider, for example, and Darkseid, and I'm trying to think of another one. Orion, I ain't gonna lie, Orion's mask was kind of cool, but I don't think 
I have the face for that. You know, but then you have like Metron who had that thing on his head and it's just like I mean like, you know, I get it. Hel I get like, you know, helmets can be utilized as crowns and, you know, kinda like this you know, there's some sort of symbolicness to it, like safe you know, like they could be the embodiment of safety or whatever. But at the end of the day, it just makes like you know, it just makes them look, you know, like, uh, like, have you ever seen somebody who rides a bike with a helmet? You know, they're the most safest they'll probably ever be. But at the end of the day, they still look weird with that on. You know, by all that, just give them a, you know, make them bald and just give them a tattoo that looks like a helmet or something. You know, make it, make it pop. Um, Man. That's one reason why I hated Darkseid, honestly. Like, aside from all the bad stuff that he's done, because I can't stand that about him either, I hated his headband. I mean, his his headgear. I hated it, because it looked like one of those headgears that you wear when you get a really, really bad neck injury, and it's something to, like, protect your head from a something. I don't know what I'm saying. But I just didn't like it. I did not like it, and I don't like Darkseid. And I don't like the fact that he's kind of a reason why the um, the uh, Anti-Monitor lost the first battle at the Infinite Crisis. And we reach full circle. All right. It's just... This is weird. Like, just... Come on, comics. Give me a, give me a storyline, man. Just give me... Give me some continuity. Give me some canon. You know, like, like you know, even if it means merging all your characters into one being, I'm cool with that, you know? Find a way to work it out in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Because, like, I'm tired of being confused about which character is which. I think that's about it, though. Um, I'm almost, I'm, looks like I am. You know, I'm barely uh making time, or well, I'm I'm close to making time. I don't know how the, I don't know how that phrase works. Honestly, I just, I just said it because I like the word barely. I like adverbs now, you know, ostensibly, barely, and things like that. That's it though. Um, comics. That's it. Love, peace.